Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. <clears throat> Welcome to Beach State Pandemonium. Production brought to you by the GWH Radio Network, where we take you down memory lane for a look at professional wrestling the way it used to be, with conversations from those who paved the way. And now, the GWH Radio Network presents Beach State Pandemonium. Good evening and welcome to Beach State Pandemonium for Thursday, February 16, 2017. This is Michael Norris along with my co-host Bobby Simmons and Jerry Oates. Uh, unfortunately, Jay uh, will not be with us tonight. He had a procedure done this week, and he's uh, still trying to uh, recover from that. So hopefully, Jay will be uh, back in full swing with us next week. But uh, anyway, how are you guys doing this evening? I'm doing good. I'm doing very well. I'm doing well. I tell you, after talking on the phone all day on my job, I don't know if I if uh, it's made my voice stronger. Or if if uh, I'm going to wear out before the night's over, but I have noticed that <clears throat> since I've been doing this, that, that my voice is starting to sound a lot more like it was prior to me getting sick. Um, so maybe maybe that's what I needed. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's a lot of fun talking to people on the phone all day when I can get them to answer the phone. That is. Well, you sound good. But even when I donate, I have to I have to read a script and leave a uh, voicemail for them, so it's very repetitive. So I mean, I'm I'm making about uh, 125, 135 calls in my six-hour shift. But uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's an enjoyable job, and uh, it's it's. It's the type of job that that uh, they have. They have certain criteria. Of course, me being brand new, mine is you know as far as how many phone calls I make an hour and how many of the surveys I actually talk to people and close um, are lower because you know I'm brand new. But as I as I go along, and the more I'm able to to do both in in making calls and in accomplishing the surveys. I move up in dollar amount, and if if I reach the top, which is my goal of where I want to be, I'll I'll basically double my income for the you know what my monthly income is. Of course, as long as I'm on disability, I can only do that for so many weeks. But it's 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 like or so many months, I should say. It's almost a year that I can do it. So I'm hoping by the time I have to cut down, maybe I can, you know be well enough that I can come off disability and look for something else, a full time job. But but we'll see. It's right now it's 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 gonna be a big help. And uh I've had a nibble on my uh my property down in Mobile, so I'm hoping maybe something'll happen with that here in the next couple of weeks, so who knows. But anyway, Someone posted the... Go ahead. Go ahead, Bob. 
Uh, someone posted today, and I was looking for it here on my phone, and I don't see it because I don't remember who exactly did it. But it showed a card from Rome, Georgia, back in 19, I believe it was uh, 81 maybe, and it had Mr. Jerry Oates on it. I want to yep, say it was and he 82. was wrestling uh, Frank Dusick. Yes, in the opening that was match. it. I, yep, I can't remember I who posted it, but, but I saw it today, yeah. Frank Dusick. Y'all remember Frank? He was one of those type guys that, uh, you know, was a, was a good hand, could, could work anywhere on the card, um, and just never got his due. He kind of kind of like a Bill Ash type guy, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Well, one other little interesting thing I saw this week too, and and, I, and and Jerry, you might you might knew this, I didn't, but it was a card Scott Teal posted from February thirteenth. 1979 from uh, uh, the Rapides, R-A-P-I-D-E-S Coliseum, which I'm sure was out for Watts. Uh, I think that's in, sure. Bat, well, that was in Baton Rouge. Okay. Baton okay. Rouge, yeah, I think so. The, open, the opening match that night was Bill Irwin against Leon Ogle. Yeah, Leon was out there when I was there. Was he? I didn't know that. I didn't know Leon had went out there. Yeah, he's out there a pretty good while. Yep. Hmm. Sure was. Yeah, I know a lot of people, you know, there was a lot of people around, you know, that passed through that they didn't like the fact we almost Fred's son-in-law and he worked and, you know, whatever, and booked for, for Fred or whatever. But uh, I never had no problem with Leon. Leon was a pretty good worker. I, I, you know, as far as being in the ring with him, I never wrestled him, but uh, I never saw no real problem with him. No, let me tell you, Leon was way sharper than people thought he was. Oh, I know. He's a lot tougher than people thought he was, too. Really, (laughs) his IQ was up. It was something astronomical. Leon was sharp as a tack. And you know he was a tough son of a gun, too. Oh, yeah. I was living in Columbus uh, when, uh, uh, when, when some guy broke in his house or something, or two guys broke in his house, and Leon killed one of them. Yeah, we're <laughs> uh, well, we are going to be uh, joined this evening by uh, uh, here in a little bit by Richard Vicek, who um, wrote the uh, the Dick the Bruiser Bruiser, the world's most dangerous wrestler book that's uh, out on uh, Scott Teal's Crowbar Press. And but before I uh, get him on with us, I wanted to note uh, a couple of passings since the last time we were on the air. Uh, the most notable, obviously, is uh, the loss of Chavo Guerrero. Did you ever cross paths with him, Jerry? Did you ever work with him anywhere? Never worked with him, but I was in Japan with him. Let me tell you, that was one fantastic worker. Yeah, he was, from what I've seen of him. I, I know he kept he kept that that Los Angeles territory alive probably four or five years longer than it would have been otherwise without him. But I just don't throw that term out often. But I, I was very I mean I couldn't believe it. he 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 knew what he was doing. He was he was a heck of a guy, and I knew Hector. Hector was a nice guy, but Chavo was a. He could work. I mean, he 
he knew what it was about. I know they spent time in Louisiana and they spent time in Florida, uh, mainly he and Hector. Armando, I don't think Armando ever really worked much of anywhere outside of, of California and maybe Mexico. Did Chavo ever come through here, Bobby? No. From Georgia? Not that, not that I remember. And then the other person have. we lost, um, go ahead, Bobby, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I don't think any of them came through here. Uh the the only time I ever met, and I, and I want, I'm not sure which one it was, but the first time I ever went to Cauliflower Alley Club, one of them got in an argument with Vern Gagne over a payoff from like 30, 30 years before. Yeah, that was and Chavo. Uh, he was. Uh, well, I met Hector here in Georgia. That's where I met Hector. I don't oh, know who okay. it was before, but I, there's no telling, you know. He may have come through when uh, during the split. I don't know, but I don't remember ever meeting him. I think it was after that. I think it was maybe when Jody was. I don't know. I, I don't know. Could well, be. Know. he Hector did. Here. I know Hector when when uh, I don't know if it was when Crockett still had it. Uh, I think it was when Crockett still had you know World Championship Wrestling before he sold it to Turner. Hector worked here under a mask as, as uh, a character called Lasertron. Um, that's that's the only time I know of, of Hector working here, but he may have passed through at some other point too, and I'm just not aware of it. But uh, the other name I was going to mention is a, a lesser known to most wrestling fans, unless you lived in Tennessee and uh, Eastern Kentucky and all up through that area. Uh, and Bobby and I know him through through the uh, Coast Coast reunion, a gentleman by the name of LaVon Stone. LaVon uh, never was a big name in the business, but worked in the business for a long time. Uh, like I said, worked uh, worked in and out with, with the Welch Goulas group and uh, a lot of the, uh, the independent uh, type, you know, promotions throughout that area worked. Uh, I'm sure he worked for Henry Rogers up in uh, uh, Malden, Missouri. And uh, when Phil Golden had uh, his promotion, all-star promotion out of Paducah, Kentucky, LaVon worked for him there, I know. Um, but just just a nice guy. And uh, just, uh, you know, one of those guys, one of those names that, that uh, unfortunately not enough people know about. And uh, especially coming on the heels of losing Tom Drake a couple of weeks ago, it's just, uh, you know, a lot of those old Southern legends are are going away, but and they should be, you know, they need to be remembered. But uh, Levon, or Levon's uh, son, William, also wrestled, and uh, God, what a monster he is still to this day. Isn't he, what is he, Bobby? He, he does something with the Sheriff's Department, doesn't he? he is, he's a deputy sheriff there. I don't know the county. It's Jackson, Tennessee. Same part of the world Buford Puster was from up there. Um, but, yeah, he's – God, William's probably 6'8 and probably close to 300 pounds. He's a big boy. Yeah. And there's no fat on him either. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. <laughs> but uh, – and I think even William's son wrestles too or did did for a while. So that's that's three generations, but what what a nice family. And and Levon was was a peach of a man, and just uh, he was voted into the uh, the Gulf Coast Wrestling Hall of Fame last year, 
and I had the pleasure to uh, do a little research on him and, and do a biography for for him for that that event and uh, um, just you know like I said he's not a not a well known name unless you uh, grew up uh, in the uh, the 60s and 70s in uh, Tennessee and that that part of the world but uh still a still a legend in in my mind along with uh you know Chavo Guerrero so we'd uh like to pass along the condolences to their families and fans and everything it just I don't know 2017 seems to be going the same route that uh 2016 left us with there's with several we've lost several celebrities here in the last couple of weeks too not not well known ones, but you know, if you were television fan, you know, who have we lost here lately, Bobby? We lost Mike Connors, who was Mannix. Mannix was gone. Barbara Hale, who was Della Street on Perry Mason. Perry Mason, uh, yeah. Lost her, and uh, uh, now there was another one. Uh, uh, Mary Tyler Moore, of course. Uh, yeah. Just. You know, sadly, we're living we're living in the decade we're at our age now, where all the people we grew up with that were a little older than us are, are leaving us. And and, uh, and I told somebody the other day, I said, used to it was my mom's friends or my grandmother's friends or people they knew, and now all of a sudden it's people I know. So uh, just time marches on. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Jerry, did you ever work with the Bruiser? No, never did. I was around him some, but never worked with him. I never met him. Uh, I, I saw him as a kid when they would bring him in here. You know, uh, the very first, the very first Georgia Heavyweight Championship tournament they had when they established that title. The finals for that were Dick the Bruiser against Spudnik Monroe, and. Uh, just can remember the interviews and seeing him as a kid and uh, just the films I've seen. He just, I don't know. I mean, I wonder what kind of worker he was because he just, he looked, he looked brutal in the ring. Yeah, he was, he had his style and that was, you know, but I I met him uh, the first time in Kansas City and then I was around him some in St. Louis. I was going to say, right there towards the tail end of his career, he he kind of had a resurgence working for Muchnick there in St. Louis. Yeah, and was, uh, they brought him in quite a bit. Yeah, I may be, I may, my memory may be failing me. I don't know, but it, I swear, I remember early. Well, it had to be. I didn't start going to the matches till '64, so it had to be in that time frame. But I remember him doing an interview. Where he had a black fella on a chain like he was his pet. Now this would have been during the segregation, just as things were, you know, changing. But it seems to me I remember seeing an interview on Atlanta TV where he did that. Now it was not. It was a. Of course I didn't know what it was back then, but of course it was a, a, a taped interview he sent in here. But it seems to me I remember that. Now, I may be wrong. I don't know if he did that anywhere else. Or my memory is just imagining this, but I swear I, it seems to me I I saw that. 
I wonder if that was a rib on Sputnik. Because you know Sputnik was was so well could, known for could could very well have been. I don't I don't integration know integration stuff in Memphis. <clears throat> but then again, you well, know, yeah. it could have been it could have been to generate heat in Atlanta because you know, Atlanta was a hotbed of 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 those uh, uh, things that were going on back then. So yeah, could very well. well who was uh, who would have been the heel in that? Both of them heel. You know, yeah, I guess you know Sputnik was Sputnik was uh, you know I like I've told you know when I was a kid I was scared to death Sputnik Munro. Uh, he he uh, he was a huge heel here. He had a he had a he had a big feud with Buddy Fuller. He had a big feud with Ray Gunkel. He, I mean, he was just he was the top dog here during that stretch. And then when they did that tournament for the uh, uh, I know they did a Cadillac tournament that Sputnik won, and then they did this Georgia tie, the heavyweight champion. Uh, and, and the finals of that were held at the Atlanta Raceway down in Hampton on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, but that, that was, God, that would have, what year would that have been? I guess it, maybe 66, 67. Maybe sixty six. I'm, I don't, I'm I don't, thinking sixty five, sixty six, somewhere 65, in there. Sixty five, sixty six. Yeah, but yeah, that was uh, uh, Danny Goddard, who was the president of Sputnik's fan club way back when, would would probably be more up to date on on some of the specifics of those things. But uh, yeah, I can just remember. I remember the very first time I saw the Bruiser. When he, you remember at the auditorium, you came up off that stage and you walked down those steps to the floor. I remember the first time I see him, and I don't—I must have been, you know, nine, ten years old. He come off the stage, and on the way down those steps, he reached over and grabbed one of those rails that led down those steps and yanked it out. I mean, just pulled it apart and come to the ring with that board in his hand. I don't remember who he was working with, but I mean, he was just. He, as they say, he was impressive getting off the bus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll get uh, get Richard on the line with us, and I'm sure he can elaborate more on uh, on the Bruiser and his book about the Bruiser and how he got involved with it and everything. So, give me just a minute, and I'll get him on with us. Jerry, how's the weather down there? It's gorgeous. It has been here, too. Gorgeous. It really has. Shows how I'm not used to working a regular phone. Hold on. <laughs> it was in the 60s here today. It cooled down into the 50s here today, but the last three or four days it's been in the 70s, and they're saying by the weekend it's going to be in the 70s again here in clear. Yeah, well, that's I mean, the flowers, the trees, everything's blooming and budding. It's just, you know, we're in February. It's a strange one, isn't it? Yes, it is. They're talking. They're already giving pollen counts on TV here. We've had that for several weeks. I mean, it's just brutal. Uh, Yeah, this stuff blooming around here. 
Yeah, that's uh, my. I've got my mom had planted John quills all around the house. They're all blooming. They're. I've got yellow flowers all over my yard. But I guarantee we have some more cold snaps. I, I believe so too. I believe it's going to kill everything. Yep. Yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, it's going to happen for sure. We might have lost Michael. He might have went south on us. It sounds like he did. (laughs) It's just the two of us. Yes. (laughs) Well, how's your stadium coming? Good? The new one? Yeah. Uh, Oh, yeah. They're going to have it ready. And the, the, the Braves... The Braves open up two months from yesterday. Oh, they open in New York. I don't think they play here until the following week. But the Braves stadium is going to be ready. The football stadium is about up. They announced yesterday if you wanted to buy pairs of seats out of the Georgia Dome, you could buy those starting in March. I'm getting ready to implode it. When are they going to do that in March? Well, they're going to start selling the seats out of it. I'm not sure exactly when they're going to get rid of it. To me, it doesn't make a lot of sense to get rid of it until we're absolutely sure the new one's going to open. But, uh, I mean, they've got it. Uh, I think the structure is, is uh, all but completed. It's unbelievable. Is anybody talking about the Falcons up there? Been very quiet. <laughs> been very quiet. Uh, I just uh, that Sunday morning in church, I told everybody, I said they're going to lose tonight. I said, don't get too excited. And then when they Did jumped really? out of that, they jumped out of that big lead. I said, this is too easy. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> well, that, that was. Pick up a way to go down, wasn't it? Yes, it was. So what do your braids look like? You know, I don't know. I, I just made picture, pitchers and catchers showed up yesterday. And uh, the first workout, I think, is Saturday, the first full team workout or something. But uh, they, uh, everybody's talking about them. They seem to be excited. I think the new stadium's got more to do with it than anything else. And uh, they've already got a Billy Joel concert scheduled for the new stadium. So they're, uh, people are talking about that. We're getting a lot of talk up here in Atlanta about Turner Field. Uh, you know, Georgia State bought it, and they're turning it into a football field. So people have been talking about that. They're supposed to start playing their games here in the fall. Really? Yep. Just all sorts of new stadiums going. I mean, I don't know. It's just crazy to me. It's Yeah, I mean, I just, I don't know where all this money comes from. I really don't. Well, we have a city of, we have a city of however many million people we have, and we have one 18,000-seat indoor venue that uses, that they put multiple type shows and things in, and we have no smaller or medium size in town. 
Uh, Gwinnett Arena, north of town, will hold about 10,000. But we don't have one there. Here's Michael calling me on my phone. Hang on, Jerry. Hello, Michael. Hey. Okay. Okay. So we... All right. Well, I will. Uh, I will tell Jerry, and we will do such. What was that? Alrighty. Bye bye. Well, we are having technical difficulties, sir. Uh, his computers froze up, and it threw him out of the show. So. Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha! In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.